It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Hey, here we are. Tyvis wearing a Lakers shirt. Our fans gonna get mad because Tyvis is wearing no, a Lakers shirt. It's Mamba Day. It's Mamba Day. It's Mamba Day. Hey, I know, but hey, some hey, fans, you know how some of our fans are. Hey. Everybody, I think everybody respects Kobe Bryant for what he yeah, did. No like, hey. this, like I think it's, this is the one pass that you can only get. When that turns to a number six, I'm a, uh, 23, we have some problems. Yeah. Yeah. I got that jersey. Uh, I'm gonna start off the show by this, man. You know yeah. what? Um, I'm not gonna lie, me and Tyvis. We have uh we have a world championship match coming up on these shoes. Wait, we were told this championship uh, match was oh, over. Yeah, that yeah. you had conceded. <laughs> and Tyvis comes in today and I said, You got two different shoes. And no. you know what? When he said that, it, all he did was show his age. That's true. Everybody that's my age or younger yeah. in that realm yeah. knows that these are what to find. Well, G's older than you. He's the difference. Put that puppy on the Brand, get this right. Uh-uh. Look, I want you to get this. Get this on the film. Here. <laughs> look at that. Brand, did you know that those were two, that those were for the yeah, same set? I knew, I knew the same so Brand's older than me. He knew. knew. Well, I used to steal well, George. Yeah, but he played basketball. Well, I used to steal George. I saw exactly what they are. I saw those, and you know, I saw those, and and I just, you know, I'm a I'm a guy who likes to give credit where credit is due. Those he, he brought those in. Those hurt my feelings a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Hurt my soul a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm 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 down 10, 12 and half. Well, you have to be honest because you know the show. The people that, that like the show, they like because we keep it one hundred. Yeah. Just uh, just own it. I, I had to own it. But, I, I, so I, I, you're G, back in the game. Is what G you're said that he was done. He said he, said I, he was. He, no, he, he had conceded. I had conceded. He gonna buy the elevator. He went on a hiatus. He, 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 elevator, he didn't want to concede. He went on a hiatus. I had to rope a dope him. Take the blows. I'm back in. Hey, she don't even know. It's three days. She'll, well, she'll she knows work. now. No, no, she'll be working. She'll be working now during the day. She don't need to be. She'll be checking the show out like that. I'm going to sneak it in because I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to get a pair of kicks, right? Right. And then when I come back from Atlanta, I'm going to go. I got a couple. I'm going to get a couple. Where kicks. you going to hide them at? No, no, no. She, it's, it's vacation kicks. No, no, no. Where you going to hide them at? When oh, when home? they come? Yeah. I, what I'm going to do is I'm plan, I plan on just having them show up. And then I'm gonna just tash stash them right on mm. the other joints, right? Okay, 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 so okay. I'm gonna put the old, old you bury them. Bury right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> bury, keep her confused. Yeah, keep yeah. her. She ain't gonna check all no, that. No, no, so all right, we got a lot to get to today, guys. We got uh, before we get to all of it, let's get to Mikey McNuggets. Mike, what's going yeah, on? I got I got to give one viewer a shout out here. I like yeah. how we're talking accessories here with Tyvis's shoes. Do you yeah. guys remember last month I told you the story about me playing volleyball breaking my sunglasses? Yes. yes. So know. someone out there heard that story, and my man Dan Kraft. Sent me a pair of new sunglasses. So shout out Dan Kraft. Cartier. How you like the new shades? Oh. Woo! Hey, Feel like I'm kind of styling with them. So shout out Dan Kraft like if y'all send anything in. I got free sunglasses that are breaking sunglasses. So shout out Dan Kraft. And I can't see with these on, and I don't have my headphones in, so I can't hear what y'all saying. 
They, you, you're not supposed to see. <laughs> hater blockers. Yeah, yeah the hater like, blockers right. are on. So yeah. shout out Dan Craft. Thank you. And that's uh, the one. That's them glasses. Get to the show. That you, you, you know, when you with your girl and you want to. Yeah. You know, you By the way, you want to check out other girls. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. By the way, if you got glasses. Your glasses got to be big as goggles. Don't be he- smalling with them little bifocals. Yeah. <laughs> if people bifocals on the tip of your t- nose, that's not hot. That's not. That's not. So I got to get big sunglasses. Yes, that, they got to cover up from here. Listen to here, because I, because I got, got I, had, I got some small circular ones. I look like uh, Morpheus off of the, <laughs> off of the Matrix. <laughs> Oh, you do, guy. huh? This guy. He got the Benjamin Franklin. You Lawrence Fishburne right. now? <laughs> Spectacles. All right, guys. Spectacles. Let's get to the first topic of the day. Yesterday, I mentioned, I can't remember if I mentioned this off. I think I mentioned it off the air. So, your, your guy, Jeff Lloyd, who yeah. you do the Browns podcast with, Locked On Browns. Shout out to Jeff, man. Subscribe. Jeff uh, put out a tweet, uh, you know, and I agreed with the initial point of his tweet that don't trade Kareem Hunt which we've talked about a lot the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. And he said, Kareem Hunt is the third best skill position player on the Browns. And that's where we, we differed. I said, third, he's clearly the second best skill position player on the Browns. Cause in my mind, and I don't, and G and I agree that I don't think he's a distant second either. I think he's close to Nick Chubb in my opinion, but I think clearly Kareem Hunt is the second best skill position player on the Browns. I think he's a much better run. In my opinion, a significantly better running back than Amari Cooper is a wide receiver. What say you guys? I I don't disagree with you. I think with the situation that this is the thing, the Browns got a great offensive line, right? And we know going into this season that the offensive line is going to produce. I think that Kareem Hunt's going to benefit from that. Amari Cooper, on the other hand, he got a variable. The quarterback is the variable for him. Who's throwing him the ball? Can he get the ball where he needs to be? If he beats the guy on the route, is the ball going to come zip? Can he if he does do a double move and beats him down the field? Is that ball gonna make it down there? So it's too many variables for him. We talking about just the individual player. Yeah, Amari Cooper is one of the best route runners in the league hands down. But due to the fact that the quarterback situation is what it is, I think you have to go with Kareem Hunt because you know that offensive yeah. line is going to produce and there's nothing for Jacoby to throw him a little dump pass out the exactly. backfield. So. Right. And Brad, I think I look at I think fans. Some fans have forgotten how good Kareem is because he doesn't play as much here, so we've forgotten. Like we just think he's good, but he's better than good. Well, I you, think he's elite. You got a couple things. I mean, if you obviously you were in the Toledo area, you know who he is, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And, and secondly, folks not watching Kansas City over here like that. Right? Sure. So this yeah. kid, if he played every day, I mean, if he played all the time, mm-hmm. you'd have a thousand yard back mm-hmm. and a person catching three hundred yards, three, three, three fifty out, out the back. Yeah. Yeah. Minimum, easily. Yeah. Easily. I like. And this is what I'd be. This is what I'm so frustrated about. I, and, and I like Stefanski. I'm like, but do you know what you have here? He better like, find out this here, year. But no, no, I'm gonna take you <laughs> back in time. Yeah. Remember when they had uh, Mack and Biner here, mm-hmm. and both of them was a thousand yard backs. Yep. This yeah. is what you have here, right? He's not a third down back coming in for a little. But this is you playing him like below his skill level here, right? You have to find a way, obviously, to get him involved. And I would just tell you. There's no question. He's the second best skill player we have here. And anybody that's thinking any different don't know the game of football. I mean, even Stump Mitchell, the running backs coach, came out and said, we haven't even seen the best of Kareem. That's right. By the way, we've been, the best we've been holding him yeah, back. Is basically. that the best beard in all f- sports? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the best beard. Wow. <laughs> so, so if a coach yeah. comes out and yeah. he's standing on it, like, yeah. y'all haven't even seen the best. This guy that's is right. better than y'all even think. Like, you gotta, this got to be the year that you got to utilize. That's right. And on top of that, 
when you get late into the season, you want to take some of them hits off your running back. If you can keep mixing them up, all right, Kareem, you go this time. All right, Nick, you go this time. They'll both take hits off of each other. You can have them towards the end of the season instead of it being, we got to miss Nick Chubb for three games because he hurt type. Well, don't you do that when you put them both in the backfield? I don't know who's running the ball. Right. If yeah. I split them behind, if I put them behind the quarterback, you don't know who running the ball. No, right. Yeah. right. But I said we sit here and I'm like, I'm gonna tell you right now, right now, right now. The first game come out here, and we Kevin still Spence doing that, still wait doing the that same right dumb mess we've been doing last year. It's gonna be a problem. OG had OG had that face on when his daughters break curfew. Right, right. <laughs> what you talking about? The call over here in my house is nine o'clock. I gotta go to work. I get your interesting stat. Do you know that the first game of the season between the Browns and Baker? One of them will win their first game, like their first opening game for like a long time. Because yeah. Baker's never won, and right. the Browns haven't Browns won, haven't won, won forever. <laughs> I tell you what, something got to give. A lot longer for the give Browns. That, <laughs> can, I, can I get that stats you gave out yesterday? What's that stat again? Baker against winning teams, yes. Yes. Five, above five hundred teams, uh, seven and twenty-one. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> six and fourteen in one year, one and seven in the other. Is that it? Right. No, he was when he's not the, hurt. His first, the, yeah. They said, well, what about the eight years he was not injured? The first three years, he was six and fourteen. Six and fourteen, and then he was even worse last year at one and seven. Well, and I, I just want people to swim in that for a yeah. while. Right? <laughs> that's, 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 those are facts. Those are you can't. They're not. They're not disputed. These are facts. So, yep. right. Let me, so that means he's averaged seven. He basically has averaged a two and five record per year against good teams. But this town That's is awful. going crazy. Like this Starback. This yeah, right. Starback. This is Baker. Let me get back. Let me get back. What is it again? Jeff George. George. No, no, Jeff George had it all. Don't denigrate my big man friend. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on. Let me get back to Kareem Hunt. Scott Mitchell. How about that? There we go. I'm going to get back to Kareem Hunt here. And I'm I just break this down. I remember playing in 2003. Right, we, we, you know, I was playing for the old Bobcats. Third grade, two thousand—that's crazy. It is. We was <laughs> playing, we was playing a Big Ten team, right? We yeah. was playing Minnesota, right? And I remember they had us so hyped up. We was running defense. They's like, oh, we the number five ranked rushing defense in the league, five, five, five fifth rate rushing defense in the whole entire NCAA. And you know what they did? Minnesota came in and said, okay, that's nice. That's cute. We got a couple guys you might know of. Lawrence Maroney and Marion Barber. We know exactly who they are. That's some dudes. <laughs> we, got, we got out there. All right, Peter Marion, Bar- man. And I remember being on the field and being like, yo, they got both these dudes out here. I remember just not knowing what the heck was going on. I was getting blocked. I was so caught up with like, okay, which one of these cats got the ball, which one don't. And I'm going to tell you what, they did it so dirty. I think Marion Barber had about a thir- 135 and, and two a, touchdowns. And a half. And, and, and Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence Maroney was, the, was the, the understudy, and he had about 150. I said, he might be better than that guy. Long story short is, see, sometimes when you get coaches – Sometimes people only know how to coach when they don't got talent. Let me explain. When you don't got talent, what you can do is you can run stuff that you're comfortable with because you're going to say, just run it because this is what I'm doing. Now, when you get talent, that's the problem. When you get talent, that's the problem. They don't, 
think about how many times LeBron James would have not been LeBron James if they wouldn't have said, listen, give him the ball and just move out the way. Magic wouldn't have been magic that, if he would have had some little that, sixth grade coach that said, you well, he said he had Paul Westphal. Well, that's how Westhead got fired. That's how got fired. He was like, I'm born to coach. No, you born to coach on the sideline. I'm magic. This is magic. So when you get Kareem Hunt, and, and, and we'll give it back to you in a second. When you get Kareem Hunt, you're supposed to be spot shadowing him. Yeah. He is not a third down come in no. spell Nick Chubb because there's a lot of y'all out there. Y'all don't be watching no film. I done seen every cut up. I done seen every cut up. All of them. The whole all 22. So, so and you ain't and, and you you think that that Nick Chubb is better than Kareem Hunt. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So if I'm Amari Cooper, I want both of them in the backfield. Damn right. Yeah, because that's going to free me up. Absolutely. It's going to free me up all day long. (laughs) That's right. Well, here's the thing, guys. Like, you made a great point at the end. So, the Browns, they don't treat uh, Kareem Hunt like a backup, but they treat him like a a one-two. Yeah. Not like a a true backup who doesn't play, but they treat him as a change of pace back, whatever you want to call it. They treat him like an understudy. But he's not. (laughs) Not What he is, is 1A, 1B. That's what it is. Yes. Okay? And he's a 1B that would be a 1A on all but, like, Four other teams, okay? Tennessee, whatever, a couple teams. So they've got to treat him like that when it comes to play calling and usage. And when they do that, not at the expense of Nick Chubb, because I don't, we don't want him losing any touches. Right. We do it on the expense of the other guys who are just guys. I am not in the business of trading elite players. Right. You win with elite players. You do. Kareem Hunt is an elite player. And the league, so this idea that, okay, we're going to trade Kareem Hunt to get a wide receiver. You First of all, like I said yesterday, there's only maybe 20 receivers I would consider trading Kareem Hunt for, <laughs> and none of them are getting traded. Jay yesterday said Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's not trading Mike Evans. Who you get? Tampa Bay's not trading Chris Godwin. No. So who the hell else am I taking from yeah. Tampa Bay? Julio Joe. <laughs> I'm not taking some team's third receiver who's just a guy for one of the, I think, Five at worst top ten backs no. in all of football. That's now, crazy. Not when I still say it's free agents out there who can still yeah. get it done. That's right. That's right. for it, everybody need to. Not like, to mention the young players that still are oh, unproven. Yeah. It, maybe, it's you still know. guys that's going to get cut at, on the for the fifty three yeah. that you still can go pick up. So it's it's a lot of times like you got to let this thing play out a little bit. I you, think everybody's you, like panicking you, a little too. You early. have to rely on. He he's been in the business. He understands again. You're not picking up to your point. We're not picking up anybody on a trade. I like there's no other team out here that I can think of an NFL that's got two number ones. You know, you can go down to Dallas and tell you got Zeke and then you got the uh Pollard, Pollard. Uh, Pollard behind them. They ain't no they ain't no um, Zeke's the number one. The other dude is the number two. I don't care, right? Even if Zeke runs less than he was running before, he's still mm-hmm. the number one. We have two number ones. And if you ran Hunt the same way you ran Chubb, them numbers would be just almost almost identical. I mean it's 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 a breath of fresh air. Yes, it is. As a as an offense and on the defense, knowing that okay, Nick Chubb went down, man. But Kareem Hunt in there, we good. Yeah. Like we good. Well, it shouldn't still, take that. It's it still take good. That for it, I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying, if yes. you get rid of him, right. I don't think they necessarily saying that if Dearness Johnson's coming right. in. Right, and that's right. how the Browns, even though Dearness Johnson is good, but I don't. It's it's but not, he's not special. He's exactly, good, but he, he's not special. Exactly. And if you want a third down back, Dearness Johnson can give you that. I, I think this comes down to this, and I, I think about this all the time. Yeah. This is this is the same level of frustration that I had with Odell Beckham Jr. Because in this market, we have we 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 do this all the time. It's every single year we get an athlete. Well, we don't need him. 
or we need to just <laughs> spread it around the fullbacks or we <clears throat> Baker is better. We can win without him. Why is it that you have an issue with figuring out a way to get playmakers the football and being innovative? Kevin Stefanski didn't do it when Odell Beckham Jr. was here. Now we have Kareem Hunt here, and it's like trade him. Like we, it's the same thing we had OBJ trade yeah. him for this. Get well, him out of here. I tell you, AG, to your point was because to your point, I had a lot of fans would be calling me and said, "I think Baker is better without Odell," which he wasn't. That was the dumbest. And, 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 and people <laughs> dumbest. were saying, "Well, when Baker doesn't have the pressure to throw to, that's the dumbest thing I've heard." It, Did Aaron Rodgers feel pressure to throw to Devontae Adams? Did Patrick Mahomes feel pressure to throw to Tyreek Hill? Does Joe Burrow th- have I pressure think- to throw to Jamar Chase? That's stupid. You want to throw to those guys because they're great players. Well, I think everybody forgets the the Odell effect. That was the problem. Like, not it was if he wasn't getting the ball. It still is the fact that defenses came and defense corner said this guy right here. We got to right. stop him because he is a, a big deal. Yeah, so now everybody else is open. Once he was gone, what they do slowed the box and everybody was getting one on one coverage and they wasn't winning their right. matchups. So yeah. Odell was perfect for here. It's just it didn't work out. Mm. And secondly, it's got to be a little bit on Stefanski because I could tell no you to tell you. Yes, he went to the Rams and they never ever had a press conference saying we got to find a way to get Odell. Ever, oh, never, never. It just so happened that he I, was wide open and, and they would, got him the ball. And I will tell you if you and I'll go back to last year. If you had Jarvis on one side, Jimmy Christmas, uh, Odell <laughs> it's on sad the other the, side. You know what? People, at, we gonna talk here, about this here. in like five Jar- years. They ain't gonna believe that Jarvis, we had this. Odell. <laughs> And I split those backs with Hunt oh. and Chubb in the back. Oh. You on the defensive side, you <clears throat> can't tell me you know which way I'm going here. Well, that's true. That's but, crazy. But now it is more imperative than ever mm-hmm. to have that great running game because Jacoby Brissett is a marginal quarterback. And you need to – again, Jacoby Brissett's not looking – and the team's not looking for him to put the game on his back. Yeah, he knows his role. He's a smart guy. He's going to manage the game. He's going to throw. He's going to move the ball down the field. He's not going to take chances throwing deep passes, and he's going to hand get the ball to his talented players. So let, and his most talented players are Chubb and Hunt. So let me tell you the, the problem with young coaches and Stefanski is in what is his third year as the yep. as yep. the head coach. Yeah. Right? Let me tell the problem with young coaches. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. They're born to overcoach, right? They always got to feel like they got to be in the mix. You see the veterans, the veteran coaches who really have success in the game, they know when to just sit there and shut up, yeah. right? And just manage to manage to play here. Right. So you have this game here, right? And we have weapons, and it's okay. You don't have to have your imprint on everything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to trust your people. Yeah. Like, listen, sometimes I'm not even calling AVP a play. calls great I'm, players. I, I'm coming to you, Hunt. I'm coming to you. I'm gonna need three yards out of you. I don't care how you get it, but you better get it right. Yeah. And that it's not like I got to scheme it out for you. Like here it is. I'm gonna need you to come on with this thing. 
That's what the veteran coaches learn to do. Like trust your people. When you trust them, you empower them. And when you empower them, they're like, oh man, it's yeah. on me. Yeah. I gotta get it done. They most people are competitors by nature. Right. And, and, and I, I, it's kind of like you know you you in the political realms, and just like you say, um, when when you at the top. One of the things you do all the time is empower people to bring you smart people around you, right? right? To bring you th certain things. I, you might not be the, the the greatest finance guy, but you know what? You can surround yourself with somebody mm -hmm. that's smart. You business guy, I can surround myself. So what you can do is you smart bring, people know what they don't know. Bring right. them all to the table, right? And say, okay, what's the best way we can utilize this? My problem with Stefanski is he 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 hasn't brought. He's not bringing in the guys and saying, hey, what's what, what, what you like on this play? Kareem, right. where do where do you feel like you can get open at? What formation? This is this formation for you, mm -hmm. and then have other people, Van Pelt, other people come in, give you that information because it's all about innovation. Every single year as a coach, you should come into the league and say, "I want something different. I want to, I want to, I want to add something to my playbook." What if not people not see? And the McVeighs do it, the Shanahan's do it, Andy Reid is a genius at it because every single year, that's why they start off fast because they are layering their stuff. So you got succession after succession and now you're like, well, I don't know what playbook they run. They just run right. plays because they're they're innovative. I don't see this from the staff. Stefanski has to adjust and if he doesn't, we're going to be roasting his ass this year. If, if Kareem Hunt's getting seven touches a game, we uh, got a major problem. Ridiculous. We got a major problem. Mikey, what do you got? I just want to insert a little bit of information to this conversation. I'm yeah. not saying I agree with it. Nobody's taking Cooper. Is anybody on uh, any of the fans taking Cooper? Well, we'll get to what the fans are saying yeah. first, but we do have one arbitrary neutral judge of ratings. Okay. That's Madden. No, it, but it's not good. I'm not saying it. it's good. I'm just saying, I'm just inserting this into the Madden conversation. Madden has no validity. Am Amari Cooper is the 10th highest rated receiver <laughs> Which is a farce. Which yeah, is, we talked about already because Jamar yeah. Chase is not in the top 10. That's Let's go crazy. to the next one. It's absurd. Anthony, with running back rankings. Amari Cooper's not, uh, no, excuse me, Kareem Hunt's not in the top 10 highest rated okay. Madden running backs, but he is right in that next tier. Let's take the VO here, Steve. Yeah. He's number 13, just behind Josh Jacobs and Leonard Fournette, which I agree is absurd, but that was just the one neutral arbitrary okay. ranking we could find. Please, that's that not neutral. That's not arbitrary. Well, uh, I am refusing to talk about Madden rankings. Well, There's no person <laughs> on the planet that could possibly think that Josh Jacobs is better than Cream Hunt. Or That's Saqu the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Barkley. Or Saquon Barkley at this point, maybe when he was a rookie, well, he was I in mean, the conversation. I, and anybody I, that thinks Amari Cooper is better than Jamar Chase is a freaking fool. They're so. not even close. It's no. miles apart. So that's ridiculous as well. Well, I don't, I don't think when we talk, like I say, for this season, yeah. the Browns' second best skill position player is Kareem Hunt because of the situation that they're in. If Deshaun Watson was healthy, I might have a different opinion. I like that. that. Yeah. Because yeah. to be honest with you, Amari Cooper is that deal. Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, he tough, right, like he is tough for look, any look. corner to check. Well, wait a second, yeah, we, you're basing but, that on, but, but we're not. Ba you, you can't. To me, the guy who's better is not necessarily based on production because you're in different circumstances. It's about who's the better player at their position. Now you could you could well, obviously Mark Cooper got he got a stat where it's like only him. He's oh, I hate that seven stat. receivers I hate, to have. That's a, What's it's the a stat? Same stat. It's a terrible he stat. Got something like he, he's because like, it's based like the only seven. It's with like based a on age. We don't know how many years the guys oh, played. That's a stupid stat. I'm just saying. Amari Cooper <laughs> is consistently Bulls. inconsistent. No, he's inconsistent. Bull, what, that that I will agree with is if he out there and he wants to there play you know, and every, he, yeah what they say every, every player the Super Bowl era to record at least five touchdowns receptions in okay each of their so first. well that's, that's that wasn't the list you were looking for you were looking for the one that said 
before the age of 28, these yeah, seven yeah, guys. Yeah, something like that. Some, uh, That's yeah, it, that one. But what I don't like about this stat is, do I know that they played the same amount of years? Like, did Amari Cooper come? I might have. But, like, some guys might come out a little earlier. He came out of, like, 22 or something. Be clear. Amari Cooper's a skilled receiver. That's what I'm about to say. Amari Cooper's a good – I don't think – he's good, but he's not a superstar. He he can be when he wants – But he's never been. The problem is, it's been games where he just out there. It's like, I'm just chilling. But if he on his stuff – he can't nobody check that man. That man is serious on the route. I, I just, Did you see the clip from last night? They was double teaming him and he got open. I, can, you I don't look, care if hey, Deion Sanders was checking. He you, was getting open on you that talk route. Talk about production. He has had zero Hall of Fame caliber seasons. Zero. Yeah, I, I, well, which, I, is, which is why he keeps getting bounced. And around. Green Hunt had, in his only year as the, the true starter had a Hall of Fame season. Well, so, well in Dallas is skewed a little bit. They they was running the ball with Zeke a lot. But yeah. they got a great quarterback. Do they? Do they? Dak Prescott is underrated. Oh, is he? You know what? I played for. I, I played here, with Dallas, and here. I I became. I Dak was, is underrated. When man. I first got I'm to not, Dallas, I'm not sure they think of that. <laughs> when I first <laughs> got to Dallas, I thought I thought he was overrated. I'm, as not, well. talking, but I'm not talking about Jerry Jones. I Dak Prescott was overrated. I thought he was, but when I got to Dallas and watched him operate and how he carried that offense, I said, "Oh, he is not." Dak is underrated. He's nice for sure. He's good. McNuggets, what you got, man? Go ahead, man. Yeah. Let's just get the internet responses really? in here. And as Please. always, when we talk Seriously. to the internet, it's brought to us <laughs> by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, get full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. And the question, Bull. PCC, PCCC, PCCC. I actually, I actually like that. You know, saying a little, you know, opera. I like that. I'm a big opera. Is that guy. Fantasia? I no, it was ba- I think it was Bad News Bears team. It is Bad News Bears. I think right? I did it once before, but I thought so the, I, it, was a, it was a while ago. I thought I brought it back. The question we asked the internet. Yeah. Which bases on the topic we just had. See, let's take that yeah. word full. Kareem Hunt is a blank running back in the NFL. Amari Cooper is a blank wide receiver in the NFL. No, a top blank. A top blank, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're looking for rankings here. Okay. I like that. I like Some that. varied answers here. So let's go to the first one, let's Anthony. Let's take got. the first tag board. Top 15 both times, probably. I disagree on that. I think Hunt should be higher. But Cooper right in that 15 range was pretty consistent. Let's go to the next one here, Anthony. Hunt, top 5-6. Cooper, top 15-ish. Without a quarterback, though, they both drop a lot. I no. think we disagree with that. I think Kareem it Hunt's- inc- increases Hunt's value. Yes, I don't know that it increases his value, but it doesn't hurt it. I, I, man, I you know sometimes I get so frustrated because I just be looking at formations I would use. I just I go be going back looking at four. I'm like I can get Kareem Hunt here. I could put him here I, you, in the I, slot. You could do a bunch of here, things. Here's what they did. Let me tell you. Let me give you an example. I was looking at some film yesterday, and your boy Jim Trestle did the same thing. They had San Antonio Holmes on one side, and they had Gonzalez, and they had Teddy Ginn. Now, Teddy Ginn, when he first started going to Ohio State, they was like, we don't know if you're a corner or a receiver or a kick returner. We don't know what you, what you are. This cat, Jim Trestle, just created a whole, whole like, created a whole uh, offense around the fact that he should stand off to the side. Like, but he'd be at the hash, though, in the backfield. Like, lined up, Teddy Ginn would be in the backfield, mm-hmm. and they would have him either motion out or, or jet out. And, and, and everybody had to follow. You had to respect you it. You had to respect it. Sometimes they just told him, rush straight past that guy. 
and he had a 10 yard and, and you couldn't jam him because he was in the backfield. Right. He just take off. You couldn't get he got a clean release and you had Gonzalez working underneath Santonio Holmes working underneath and I was like, this is brilliant. Why? Why are teams you know, not running that? You know what? You know, another thing would be brilliant. Run the wildcat with him. I, I, Absolutely. Or you got either way. Take the quarterback out, put another blocker in. Just yeah. Run the I, 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 to, your, to your point, G, while Kareem Hunt's not the same type of athlete as Ted Ginn, they're different players. Obviously, mm -hmm. he's a lot better as an NFL player. Uh, but like Kareem Hunt is a freak athlete in a different type of way because not only is he a great runner, but he's got great strength as a running back, yes. too. And you like Kevin Stefanski should have been spending the last off, few offseasons saying, Kareem Hunt's a freak. I got, a, I got maybe the best running back in football, so I got to play Nick Chubb a lot. How do I find ways to get them both on the field? It is honestly, the more I think about it, the angry I'm getting. The, the, <laughs> we have not been hard. I've been so, and I've criticized Stefanski, but I think I was spending so much time on Baker last year that we kind of let it go. Like, it's been two years. I don't know if they've been on the field together at all. No, there was that one game. They did it with Freddie that year. Yeah, one, game, one game and it worked and, it, and then he went away from it <laughs> and and Stefanski's never done it and he's got to be held accountable. I, I feel like I need to go to the Browns press conferences, but they're on when we're when we're on. This is ridiculous. That is his only. That is the only way and I tell people this. The only way the Cleveland Browns are making the playoffs is if you if you utilize and you got you got to use him a lot. He has to be on the field 75% of the time, no matter who else running back is out there. Unless you can exploit that. That's your advantage. You said it yesterday. Yes. That's the only advantage the the Cleveland Browns yeah. have. Let me, yeah. let, me, let me say this. <laughs> we, we're not in a position where we have to trick people. I don't have to trick you. Right. I have these horses, and I'm going to beat you with these horses. That's all that's I right. do. I want you to know I'm using these horses. You don't know which one I'm going to use, but it's going to be him, 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 maybe a little bit of you. Yeah. But these three, yeah. they getting worked. Worked. And I said, no surprise. Well, I, one thing I like about Ohio State football is this. When we got workhorses, we're going to use them. Oh, we're going to use them. We ain't going to play around with that's you. That's right. Chubb and Hunt you. should be getting an absolute minimum, in my mind, well, they, of 30 touches per well, game. Minimum. Do, they should do that simply for the fact that you got Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. You got to clear his. That's when it's right. time to pass, you need to make the picture as clear as possible right. for him. All right, speaking of guys who uh, can run the run the rock, Leroy Horde is on now. Oh, we got Mikey. to get you. We got to get him on this one. Yep. You got him? Leroy's ready to rock. Let's roll. Where is he? I don't see him. There, there we is. go. What's up, guys? What's that? Hey, Leroy. Let me ask you about that trade that you, asked, you told us about two weeks ago. What trade? You said Kareem Hunt for who? Oh, we got see y'all got a room full of running backs. Cleveland got a room full of running backs, yeah. and Miami got a room full of wide receivers. Mm -hmm. uh, Miami could use a running back. You don't Cleveland like any of the guys they brought in. They brought in like fourteen guys this offseason, Leroy. You know, I know none of them are great, but they're like three solid um, guys, right? Mostert, here, right? Here, Chase Edmonds, here's, Mostert, here's, and Sony Michelle, right? Yeah, but but guess what? That's all great. In September, October, maybe even going up to uh, Thanksgiving. But when that temperature turns, you need a workhorse. Mm -hmm. You need a guy who's going to, you know, when it get to the to, to new year, there's going to be a time. There's going to be four minutes left to go in the game. Everybody in the stadium know what you're trying to do. And you need to have that workhorse in the back that can do it. 
So who are you giving us? And who so you, what wide receiver why, are you giving us? Listen to this disrespect. <laughs> who, who you? Pick one. Except not Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Well, <laughs> we got nothing. I don't want the rest of you. I don't want Devontae Parker. He, he don't play for them no more. He with Devontae Parker. No, nah, he won't. Oh, your choices is Cedric Wilson. Uh, y'all about to get rid of Jasicki. I just seen that I don't today. want Mike Jasicki. No, they're no, they what they're talking they're about. Not. How they going? Why would they get rid of him? They just franchise him. It's guaranteed money. Yeah. Where's Devontae Parker? I forgot he was he gone with the Patriots. Him. He's in, in the Patriots. Oh, yeah. With the Patriots. I forgot about that. So who are the rest of your receivers? I heard what you guys. I heard, Leroy, I'm not giving up. Preston Williams. Leroy, Leroy I'm like not that. giving up. Preston Kareem Williams. Not. <laughs> well, but 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 again, I'm not saying I would get rid of him because he's not good. See, don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying no, about Kareem Hunt. No, we we. But know. what I'm saying is what I'm saying is this: if you have a workhorse and you have guys that can spell him then you have a talent on your team that you can't get the most out of just because of the numbers. So th- in those cases, you use that talent to bring in other talent. Right, but that, you That's just the, the nature of it. Yeah, but the problem is, in this NFL, like, most teams value wide receivers more than running backs. For the Browns, running backs, Correct. to me, are more important right now with Brissett. And like to me, Kareem Chuck, uh, Kareem, I almost did it. Kareem yeah, Hunt, yeah, yeah, it. Kareem Hunt is an elite running back. He's a top it. ten guy, maybe yes. top five. And I can't get an elite wide receiver for him. I'm not trading him for like, you know, the third or fourth receiver. Even Ooh. though I need a receiver, I'm not trading Kareem Hunt to get that guy. I'm just using Ooh. Kareem more. Okay, yeah. I got you. You know what yeah. you guys sound like? Mm, what? <laughs> y'all, y'all don't remember this old school? <laughs> Come on. It sounds like. Uh, Roger Craig and uh, was it uh, Ra- uh, Tom Rathman? Rath- yeah, Tom Rath. Yeah. Because with those two guys in the backfield, either guy could carry the ball. You could go either direction. Let's go. And and that's kind of sounds like what you want to do with with Absolutely. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. I, Absolutely. I, I, However, I, I bring you one closer. What about your what about your boys? Uh, um, Mac and Biner. Mac and Biner. Right. But but here's here's the here's the, the 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 problem with that. You have to understand where football is now. Football is not everybody get within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Now it's you doing all this stuff from three wides, from you know you're stretching everybody out, you know, and you could get away with it, say two backs and three wide receivers. But that means you got to take Njoku off the field. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm, I'm only saying this not as a slight on Kareem Hunt. I'm saying this as the, what is in that room. You got two other running backs, two other young running backs that have proven that they can play in a relief situation, which is what it will be because Nick Chubb is going to be the guy. And And what I would say about Kareem Hunt is, he wants to play. Like, it's something to be said about everybody saying you're a valuable asset. But if you ain't playing, then not really. Well, Leroy, I don't care so about taking... I don't know what... I, I'm sorry to cut mm-hmm. you off, but I don't care about taking the Joku off the field. I don't care about taking any of the other receivers off the field. Kareem okay. Hunt's my second best player. 
I know G was talking about having on the lining him up as a tight end, lining him up in the slot to catch passes. What hey, do you got to do? Stop that, please, please, please. Oh. No, no, line up as tight end. Well, well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying line him up as a tight end that he's going to block. But what I am going to do is I'm going to have him H back. I'm going to have him come in motion. I'm going to have him spread out. I'm right. going to isolate right. him on a linebacker. They're doing that with You're right. Yeah, they, but, but, but again, you, yeah. you have guys. Right. You have guys that do that. It, here's, here's the thing that's hurting uh, Kareem Hunt. He is a very similar runner to, um, to Nick Chubb. They, they're, 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 they're very similar in the way that they run. Um, and so he's not even a change of pace. And again, it's not a knock on Kareem Hunt. It's just you. what the numbers are and, and, and what, you know, what you need to do. And, and you have a situation where you have two other young running backs, and this is the perfect case where they do it in football is that when you have young guys coming up and you're not paying them a lot of money, but they can play, that's when you start, you know, finding ways to bring other players in with the guys that can get, you know, a nice return. All right, so we're going to trade you for so, Jalen Waddle. Trade you for Jalen Waddle. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, Two of snakes anyway. No, keep your receivers. All keep right. your receivers. Hey, can I get... um? Can I get Christian Wilkins? Look at him. Look, look. <laughs> Blast for me. What are you doing? <laughs> what, what are you doing? We need a D tackle. We we can't get him. Nah. Now, right. hey. Now, I tell you what. Those ain't more demand than the running back. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Hey, Leroy, let me ask you a question. Leroy, let me ask you a question. Why, you know, Explain to me why Stefanski won't use them both in the backfield at the same time. Why? What is the deal? Um, sometimes it has to do with just the offense in general. Um, sometimes it, it has to do with what you're trying to accomplish. A lot of times right now, especially now, um, using two running backs to some extent makes it look like you are taking a weapon off the field. You see what I mean? It's something to be said about taking your weapons and spreading them out versus having them right next to each other. But old school so if used I to have work, two though. running backs, huh? Old school used to work, right? It used to work. Sure, but the football's changed. Yeah, but but sometimes like, you, you can know, re- look, sometimes you school, can revert back. I, 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 wait. I, I, I'll say this: you can revert back in sport. Look what the Cavaliers just sure. did, Leroy. Cavaliers went back to three seven footers across the front line. That was from the eighties and nineties. That's what that was, yeah. right? And yeah. guess what? What, what yeah. happened when they did that? The league could not adjust to it. They're like, "Hey, I ain't never seen this before." I'm like, "Well, you ain't old enough to see it because <laughs> that's all they used to do, right?" I said, right. "I was one of the first oh, ones okay, to be but a bas- part of that." Basketball, basketball is different. I'm just talking about philosophy. It, it, right, but it, but it's still it's, it's three or five guys, right? Um, you can create a mismatch. Having a seven footer out there trying and having a, a six four, six five guy on yeah, yeah, you can create that mismatch. When you're doing it with running backs, the, think of it this way: the more people you bring to the party, the more people they bring to the party, mm-hmm. right? Back to box. So the more people you put in the box, the more people they put in the box. And football's kind of gotten away from that, in that we want to do the same things 
but we want to stretch out a little bit. We want to make it more definitive for our quarterback as far as what's going on. Now, there can be some packages where you put them both in, run one out in motion, see what's happening, see who's going out to guard them if they're zone, or, and, and then make the adjustments there. Sure, there's packages you can have with them, but for the most part, as a running back, to be able to run the ball in both directions because you got two quality backs, that kind of system is gone. Yeah. Right? You would rather take one of those running backs out, put a wide receiver out there, stretch him out, and make the offense more definitive for your quarterback because everybody can count to seven or eight. Right. Everybody yeah. can count to six or seven. And so if you got to check with me, one, two, three, four, five, six, we run it. Right? But what I would say, if they, Leroy, start, if, if they bring in yeah. those other guys in there, now you got to throw it. But what I would say is Nick Chubb has done a ton of running with eight guys in the box because Baker hasn't, especially last year, couldn't throw the ball at all, yeah. right? And he's great. Mm-hmm. Nobody breaks tackles better than Nick Chubb. So that's it. And number two, as you said, defenses are not built anymore to play eight men in the box. So we don't, when you played, the linebackers were 260, 270. <laughs> they were huge linebackers. We don't have those guys right. anymore. There's still a lot of variables right. to it, though. Like, it's, but, but you, still, got, you, but you still. ain't accounting for like a, a D lineman beating the offensive lineman and getting a TFL. Like, that's part. Sure, of it. but that could happen See, when there's six men in the box. But that's the thing that's got to account for. Here, yeah. Here, here, here's the deal. You, you want to try to make the numbers advantageous to you. Sure. And and that's why, from a defensive perspective, that's why you send a guy in motion. Why? You want it to be definitive. Is it man or zone? That's why you shift. You want to see what the defense is doing. Okay? If you line up two guys in the backfield, the only thing that you can tell is whether that linebacker is going to widen out or not. It may not be as definitive. Um, You have two quality running backs, and, and I do believe you can do some things with both of them. Right, and, and you can still, um, what I would say, get a guy out of the box by sending one of them in motion. Um, but they're gonna have to, you know, then then it becomes a pass play. Then they're gonna have to be, you know, a linebacker, which I think they can. They've they've proven they can do it. It's just a matter of how you want to attack um, a defense. And some weeks, that might be the way to go. I mean, Tybus was saying Wildcat. All right, Wildcat's great. That's cool, you know. But that that that'll get you about one game, mm-hmm. you know, or it'll get well, you about a couple of situations. We only need ten more but, to go. Got like you right. Got to figure out. We got We got a time. <laughs> to to your point, you're exactly correct. In this, is that the coaching staff and Kevin Stefanski are going to have to be creative Damn with right. how they present offense to a defense week by week. At the same time, not making it too confusing for the offense. And and that that's tough going from week to week. You don't want to have too much of a different offense going from week to week because you can't perfect anything. So um, it is a challenge for them to have two running backs that are that good. But that's a good thing. Like, I'd rather always go into a game saying, man, I got too much talent. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
Right. Versus saying, we have no talent. How are we going to beat this team? Right. You know, let, let me ask you about this. And, and I, I, I brought this up to a, a, a larger group. I've, I've noticed a pattern. I'll give you five names here. Uh, Eric Metcalf. I, I can go. Uh, I can go with even earlier Terrell Pryor. Mm. Josh yep. Gibbs, Odell Beckham mm-hmm. Jr. Kareem mm-hmm. Hunt. Mm-hmm. Can you let me know why it seems it is so difficult traditionally for the Cleveland Browns organization to get your playmaker involved. You know, you played with Eric Metcalf. Now, when you want to talk about mm-hmm. splitting out in the slot, <laughs> that was the guy you should have been doing with. He should have been moving all over the place. You talk about Terrell right. Pryor. I'm like, he's a freaking nature. He, they got him 6'5". He was he had a thousand yards here to let him go somewhere else. You talk about Kareem Hunt. It's a running back. It's not just the one position. It's multiple positions. Mm-hmm. Why is it so difficult for the Browns traditionally as an organization to get guys involved? Um. One, it has to do with what you want to do. So when me and we and Metcalf played together, that was the day of the line them up, team block, run it up the gut, and, and, and control the ball. That's the way football was played back then. Everybody had emphasis on the running game. You have a guy who is considered, uh, you know, more of a scat back, and they tried to use him, and they did things with him, you know. But he wasn't going to be that 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 guy who was going to tote the ball all the time. It was like he was more of a specialty package, right? And and so from that standpoint, you have to look at one of the reasons why, you know, when you think of a Terrell Pryor, right, it's not a matter of getting him the ball. It's a matter of who's getting him the ball. So – you have guys on the team, you know, with Odell Beckham. Guess what? One of the things that hurt Odell Beckham is this. And I had the same situation with Andre Rice. Okay? A hundred catches in Atlanta is not a hundred catches in Cleveland. That might only be 70. It has the same amount of importance, but it's just different because of how, you know, how we were operating at that time. And it became frustrating for guys. It becomes frustrating for Odell Beckham when he comes from New York, comes to Cleveland, right? Being the guy in New York, being the guy that's going to get 10, 15 uh, targets a game. And you come here, and guess what? It's a running team. Most of the stuff is play action. It's going to change with Watson, though. But but it's going to change from this – from this standpoint, they may be more open. They may give him more access to the offense because they trust him more. But it's still going to be Nick Chubb. And that's the thing people need to understand is that you don't change your spots. What you do is you get better players to kind of uh, to, to lead that charge. Right, so this team is going to be a running team. This team is going to be a team that plays defense, okay? Well, and and are they going to be better when Deshaun Watson gets into the fold? Absolutely, but the core of who they are is never going to change. You're not going to better. all of a sudden bring Deshaun Watson in. Why? Because you don't win in this NFL running the ball like that. That's okay, but 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 I'm not saying I'm <laughs> yeah. not saying you got to run the ball every play. 
Yeah. But what I'm saying is who you are, your bread and butter can be running the football and it will be with Nick Chubb. It doesn't mean that they're going to run it 50 times and throw it 20. I'm not saying that. I'm saying every single thing that they mm. do is going to start with Nick Chubb. Mm. It's going to start with him running the football. So the play action, so all, all that stuff is going to start with that action. So is Deshaun Watson going to make these, you know, fakes and going to be able to throw the ball and get his head around and throw it down the field better than a lot of guys would? Absolutely. And that's what's going to make them better. But your bread and butter, who you are, is still going to be running the football with Nick Chubb. Because at the end of every game, here's what we're going to do. You're going to be able to look at the stat line, and you're going to be able to look at two things. Number of carries, average rush per carry, third down percentages, right? And all those things will mostly be determined by how how well you ran the football. And so is Deshaun Watson going to make a big difference? Absolutely. I'm hey, not saying that he's not. Leroy, but you got to start somewhere. Leroy, let me ask you a question. You, you've been down there with Brissett. You know, it's a lot of hate on Jacoby Brissett going on up here in Cleveland. A lot of hating on him. <laughs> i like, this dude ain't even played yet. Why y'all hating on him like this? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. tell, tell the people tell the people what they can expect out of Jacoby Brissett. Because they playing I mean, if I listen to, to the local... people lo- hating him. Yeah, they are hating on him. I'm Why, listening to radio all day. I like... They, they won't, it's not a lot of belief. They, 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 he's not a great player. He's a professional. He ain't even hit the field yet. Yeah. Now let him hit the field first, and then you can take your dad. Mm. I mean, we I off the you. we yeah. off the rips killing him. I'm like, stop playing with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or here's here's what you can expect. He's not gonna make a lot of mistakes. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's careful with the football. That can come across in a number of ways, right? Sometimes quarterbacks that are careful with the football throw a lot of checkdowns and short routes. Mm-hmm. And and so you you're gonna see that and you're gonna be like, oh, he's not throwing any picks, but he's not taking any chances. Um the other thing is, is that look, he knows how to command an offense. Right? But here's what has 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 plagued him in the last two spots he's been in, right? Is that when he gets into a situation where he has to make a play. So it's third and eight, and right. check down only gets you five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. And that is what separates quarterbacks. Because guess what? I'll give you another example of that. Uh, who is it? David Carr. David Carr came into the league and completed 70% of his passes. They were all two yard passes, but that percentage looked great. The ball wasn't moving. So, so Leroy, let me ask so you. So you don't want to be that guy either. Let me ask right. you this, Leroy. What if he gets out here in this third preseason game and he doesn't look well? Should, should Cleveland hit the panic button? No. Nope. They should, they should nope. still roll with it and trust that he's gonna be weak you, one. Not, you look. It is what it is. Like I'm not. I'm not a guy. And see, a lot of people are saying Cleveland ought to be looking at Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I told you last week. Anybody seen Jimmy Garoppolo play football? Because <laughs> no, I no. haven't. So I don't know what he looked like. 
what he look like. They trying to get the young guy ready. He just standing on the sideline, just had shoulder surgery. You know he's injury prone. Yeah. You want to roll the dice on that? At 20 nope, million? I don't. Not at 20 million. <laughs> no 20 oh, no, million. but I tell you what. I tell you what. This is one of those situations where, hey, uh, uh, San Francisco is singing some millions just to <laughs> dump him. I call it the old Osweiler trade where they send a first rounder. They send a first rounder and a player just to take the contract. That's That's crazy. You gave up a draft pick just to get rid of a guy. That's crazy. That was a smart move by the It was a very And and, and look, let's be clear. It's not that I don't think Jimmy G is good. The dude, he's done number good things for San Francisco. Win healthy. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. But if the team you play for move on, don't you raise an eyebrow? like? Yeah, that's what I said, Leroy. I think we should break... I think we should bring back Todd Philcox. What do you say, Leroy? <laughs> Todd Philcox. <laughs> hey, hey, I remember my rookie year, right? Yeah. Buck Carson was a coach. And, and, you know, I was kind of like, I wasn't in my element yet. I just wanted to play football. It was chaos. We won our first game and ended up 3-13. and 13. So, <laughs> and, and I lost more games my rookie year than I lost in high school and college put together. I understand. So, it was culture shock. But I remember one game. BK, I, I mean, bless his heart, man. He got destroyed my rookie year. He had more sacks. I never seen a guy, and you know, he not fleet of foot. He just standing there, just getting tore up. That's an understatement. Getting tore up. Yeah. So we felt so bad for BK, but the fans, you know, the fans at times don't have no soul, so they start yelling. They they start yelling, Pagel. Pay go, pay go, And so it's a fickle business, Carson Leroy. Put, wait, <laughs> Bud Carson put Mike Pagel in the game. They killed him. His first pass was a pick six. <laughs> and you know what them fans did? Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wow, the city of Cleveland is rough. You know, so, so everybody, and I say this for this reason, everybody thinks that the solution is Jimmy G, but if you ask them why, they're going to say, oh, he did good things with San Francisco. And my question to them is, then why is San Francisco getting rid of him? Yeah, that's what I see. You know how hard it is to find a quarterback? Because he he makes a spaghetti commercial, that's why. I ain't even t- look. He look good on the show screen. Show me some video. No, he's throwing he, pat and go. It's because he's living it. That's all. Something. He, he ain't throwing nothing. <laughs> hey, Leroy. I ain't he, seen Jimmy G throw a pass. And you want to trade for him? I nah. pass. I take my <laughs> chance with Brissett. 
<laughs> they traded. They did trade for Baker, and he wasn't throwing passes either. Speak, speaking of Baker, uh, the, speaking of Baker, the Browns play the, the Panthers. Uh, yeah, first game. That's gonna be fun. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. Now, 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 is there is there any chance now if if the Browns <laughs> happen to lose that game? Oh, if don't you've been in the locker room? Don't put this in the atmosphere. Do you believe? Yeah. Do you what, what would people say in the locker room if if you was on the team and what would you hear if they do lose to the Panthers? Nothing, because because if they lose to the Panthers, it won't be because of quarterback play. It won't be. It was be because the defense didn't get after the quarterback, and the offensive line didn't block, and the, the, the Browns didn't run the football. So it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be a whole bunch of let's go into this game commenting on what happened. You gonna know what I, I'm telling you right now. If the Browns don't win the game, it's because Baker Mayfield's jersey was clean, and the offensive line uh, didn't create any holes or protect the quarterback. That's it. That's it. It ain't gonna. There ain't no other conversations to be had. So Baker, Baker gonna come in. You know, you know, Baker gonna do Baker things, right? What do you mean, throw it. But it's something. I tell, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's something about being on the same team with that dude and having to go against that dude. Mm. You see, when you played with the Browns, you could dap Miles Garrett up. Now he looking at you a little different. He looking at you like a snack. Yeah. You ain't used to that look. You ain't look. You ain't, hey, I thought we was boys. <laughs> no, no, sir. Not so, right now. You know, <laughs> all, all them guys that Bush you was cool <laughs> with, giving you the stink eye all of a sudden. Yeah, that's 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 something. But but look, let, let's be clear. We all knew Baker was gonna get that starting job. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not. It, wait, look, he brings a level of intensity to a football team and, and a level of leadership, even if he's not, you know, even if he doesn't always do it correctly, he's going to lead the charge. Okay. He has done that. And and so from that standpoint, he, he can play, you know, however, it's unfortunate that last year, he was hurt. So what kind of Baker are you going to see? I don't know. I look at more of who the Carolina Panthers are. Not who Baker, who, who's coming in to play quarterback. Because guess what? Y'all know what football looked like with a bad offensive line? I don't care who the quarterback is. Although right? Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl with a bad offensive line. And almost won it. Almost won oh, it. Oh, 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 okay. He also had Jamar Chase catching hitches and going eight. Yeah, that's yeah. So even without that protection, they threw it quicker. But that's a rarity. Yeah, it which, is a rarity. But You're guess right, what? Generally. Guess what? Yeah. I promise you that won't happen this year. If he gets sacked like they did last year, they won't make the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. I agree with you, but they won't because they improved the offensive line. But no. But in general, you're Ain't right. Ain't nobody playing no game yet. <laughs> <laughs> All I right, need to well, see it. You just say, hey, no, hey, wait no, a second. Let's not play, hey, yeah. let's not play uh, paper football. All right, fair, Leroy, but you did say that the Browns' young backs have proven themselves, and one of those young backs hasn't played in the league. Darius Johnson? No, the other kid. Huh? What's his name? The kid Ford. they just Ford. 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 
Darius. Okay, man. but he's a, he's a change of pace guy. Well, but you said he's proven he's, himself, he's, and he hasn't he's, played. He's a guy. He look. Here's how it goes. He it goes. Nick Chubb, certain yeah. type of run. Kareem yeah. Hunt, certain type of run. I hear you. Then you got the other guys. You got uh, you got Ford, who's like a a, a, a speed demon. Yeah. Okay. And you got Darius Johnson, who runs with some strength, some power, and some yeah. speed. Okay, so so. Yeah, I'm not saying they got to go in and be pro-, pro bowlers. Right. But as no, a I'm running back, saying, you can tell. I'm just saying the guys, the guys the Bengals got to improve their offensive line are all veterans. It's not rookies that they brought in. They brought in all okay. veterans. But we'll see. Okay. I, I, Leroy, okay. I just I just want you to keep okay. get a, I just, Leroy, I just want you to keep the fans to say, like, give Brissette a chance. The fans don't give anybody give, a chance. Give Brissette a chance here. here. Here's the thing, right? Is that yep. what you've seen from Jacoby Brissett in the, the the different situations that he's been in, he hasn't had success. Now, is it because of the team that he played on, or is it because they didn't accommodate his skill set? When you bring a player in, you can't ask him to be a running shoot quarterback if he ain't a running shoot quarterback. Just because a guy's a backup, don't mean he could do the things that your starter does. And so I think in this offense, regardless of who's playing quarterback, it's going to be very similar because it's always going, it's going to start with the run game, right? Now, the only thing I want to see out of this team, right, who's going to be the guy to stretch the field? Hmm. Because the one way you can help your quarterback is to put pressure on all the different levels of the field. One of the problems that people have and teams have when you don't have that deep threat is those safeties start creeping in. Mm-hmm. And now you have a quarterback who's not elite. You're forcing him to make more uh, pinpoint throws because there's no room. Sometimes the average quarterback can look great because you got so much room to throw the football. I think Amari Cooper's going to help with that because he is – he is an excellent route runner. He's going to create some space and give you an opportunity to complete some balls. Leroy. So we'll see. Look, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. All right, man. We'll see you next week. Good talking with you as always, man. Always. We'll see you later. All right. All right, hey, Leroy. Hey, Go Bucks. Don't do it, Tyvis. Go Bucks. <laughs> hey, why are you? Hey, man, dress uh, Don't get him stirred up again. <laughs> we got to go. Go up here and dress like Drop the car. Drop the car. Drop the car. Oh, every week he, he said dress All right, thanks, Leroy. <laughs> always right. great talking to Leroy. Tyvis always pushes his buttons right at the end. Right at Gets him going. Dirty. Uh, speaking of Buckeyes. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.